Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2002, Seven Things to Do When You're Really Sad, by Courtney Carver of bemoreslesscom and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Friday, and welcome to the podcast where I simply read blogs to you for free, covering personal growth and self-help topics like mindfulness, minimalism, self-care, and a lot more. For now, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Seven Things to Do When You're Really Sad by Courtney Carver of BeMoreWithLess.com I love sitting still, doing less, and finding ways to just be more with less. I've been practicing this for years and sometimes I forget that slowing down takes work and practice. We will continue that practice together moving forward, but I recently recognized that sometimes doing is essential and occasionally busyness can be a well-deserved distraction especially when you are really sad. I get down like everyone else, but it's rare that I'm really sad. I don't need much to be happy, and expressing gratitude for what does make me happy usually has me feeling joyful. This week is a little different. My daughter is leaving today for Australia for a year. I'm so happy for her and excited for her big adventure, but I'm already missing her. I'll be visiting, and I know we will be in touch often, but... I love having her close by and the time we spend together. I've been preparing for this, but still feel sad. Did I mention she might be gone for a year? And then came the wrecking ball. Guinness, our eight-year-old pup, has an aggressive form of bone cancer. Last Thursday, I took him to the vet for what I thought was a pulled muscle or tendon and got the really bad news. Our family is working through this shocking news, trying to keep his pain managed and thoughtfully considering the treatment options. None of them are easy or have a very good outcome, but that said, there is nothing I won't do for this dog. He came into our lives within weeks after I was diagnosed with MS in 2006 and helped to heal our family. Now it's our turn to heal him back. I am really sad. Because I feel like crying most of the time, I've shifted my focus from feeling to doing. I recognize my sadness, but don't wanna feel that sad, so I'm keeping busy. If you are really sad, I hope this to-do list will help until you feel better. Number one, write. I may not be sharing my feelings with all-day tears, but I'm expressing them with ink on paper. I won't share or keep everything I write about, but it helps to get it out. If you write or enjoy another creative process, use it to help you relax and process. Number two, help. I've been running errands and helping my daughter pack and prepare for her trip. She's starting a blog to share her adventures, so I love helping her with that too. Think about others when you are feeling down. Lifting others will lift your spirits too. Number three, clean. Get lost in sweeping or washing dishes. Even laundry can be soothing with the right attitude. I have a feeling that my home will be really clean by the end of the week. Number four, take action. I know I don't control the outcome of any of this, but implementing a plan and taking action can prevent a downward spiral. 
The sooner you go from victim to advocate or champion, the better. Number five, move. Working out and taking walks can boost a low point. Many studies show that people who exercise regularly benefit with a positive boost in mood and reduce stress levels. Number six, take care. It's natural to want to pour all your time and energy into trying to fix everything, even if that means sacrificing self-care. I almost went in this direction until I remembered that in order to give my best, I have to be my best. Eat well and get plenty of sleep. And number seven, ask for help. Tell people what you need. Talking to my close friends and family this week has been a huge help. It's just nice to know they are there. Accept help and advice and then trust yourself to know what's best. If your sadness is lasting longer than you think it should, or if you think your sadness is leaning toward depression, ask for professional help. If you wanna help me, please don't be sad for me. Instead, send your love, prayers, wishes, and good thoughts to Guinness. Love has powerful healing properties. None of these things will take away your sadness, but they will help you get through it. I've been using all of these strategies over the past few days, and they are helping. In my experience, one of the benefits of simplifying your life is more happiness or time to enjoy more happiness, but it doesn't prevent sad things from happening. Maybe being really sad helps us fully appreciate the real sweetness of life. Don't judge yourself for crying or feeling down. Take time to be sad and then get back to the sweetness. I'll feel better soon. And if you are really sad, I hope that one of these suggestions helps you feel better too. You just listened to the post titled Seven Things to Do When You're Really Sad by Courtney Carver of BeMoreWithLess.com. Now it's been a while since I've done one of these. It's time for another update from our online group, Vibly. One of our most recent prompts was a powerful one. It asked listeners to share some new habits they're trying out and why they're meaningful to them. I've got an entry here from Daniela and she says, quote, last year I started celery juicing every morning. My brother-in-law read a book about all the health benefits to doing so, and then I did my own personal research before truly committing. I was super skeptical about it, especially because it takes a lot of celery to make this juice, and it wasn't the most tasty drink at first, but wow, it has had a huge impact on my overall health. The first couple of weeks, I noticed that I was losing weight, feeling more energized, and my skin cleared up and looked brighter. I've read that some of the long-term effects may be that it reduces your chances of getting cancer, helps with thyroid problems, And a big one for me is that it helped my acid reflux situation. Definitely a habit I'm so glad I started and will continue, end quote. So thanks so much to Daniela for sending that in and giving us all something to try. And as I mentioned, we do have a group health chat in the app, which could be a great place to ask her more questions about her juicing experience, if you're curious. And it could be a great topic to ask Dr. Neil about on uh, OHD too, that's Optimal Health Daily. You can email your health questions for him to answer on the show just email health at oldpodcast.com. But I'll do it for today. I'll catch you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.